Thriving Diaries for our 21st episode 21st B-Day um, It's mad that we only have 21 episodes And it's been well over a year I know and I feel like every time we start an episode We're like it's been a while Yeah it has <laughs> been but quality over quantity babes Yeah that's true Today we thought it would be good if we'd done like a little Reintroduction of ourselves um, Like a kind of get to know us Piece because it's you never like know It's been like a year since we even chatted about our facts exactly like people are going to have to go back to episode one to actually get to know us so we it's important to um recenter yeah because like if i was listening to a podcast sometimes i don't go back to episode one if i just like rediscover them or discover them okay so what's your name my name is hannah weenan i'm erin grant do you want to answer all yours first or me or we do them one on one i think answer all them first okay what's your name hannah weenan What's your age? I am 25. Jeez, I had to think there because I only yeah. turned 25. Do you ever realise, like, as we age, you don't feel any different? Yeah, like, I was 23 when we started this podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, if someone asked me, I'm like, oh, I'm still 21. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm 25. But I feel like the older I'm getting now, I'm actually loving getting older. Yeah. Like, the, finally, those kind of hormonal term, turbulent like teenage years are behind us and we're getting to a more like secure place yeah i feel like i don't know they're a bit chaotic and now we're just like living peacefully yeah we're happy we found ourselves yeah we're finding our womanhood yeah we're loving our bodies more like i feel like you get more kind of comfortable in your own skin yeah you learn to not care what other people think as you get older where do you live I live in Dublin. Not going to give a specific, just in case there's a stalker. Balbriggan. <laughs> but where you're from, Balbriggan, yeah. I was um, born in Loud. Oh. <laughs> your face. Oh, yeah, she's from, you're born in Drada. Yeah, but like I'm yeah. from Balbriggan. Like, so your passport says County Loud. Yes. Scarlet for you. Yeah, well, oh no, wait, you asked me, go on. Um, and, but you have Egyptian origins, don't you? Yeah, because my family have this disease. Well, not disease. It's like a blood disease, blood disorder. And it originally originated from Egyptian people. Yeah. Because so you were all real tan. Yeah, like they just, like my dad and all would tan really well. But maybe that's why. Okay. What's your favourite thing to do? Hmm, I feel like this has changed. Because like if you asked me that when we started the podcast, I feel like it, I probably would have answered like... Partying. Going out. Yeah. And I was like the polar opposite. Like I just enjoy enjoy reading a book yeah do you think covid changed that or i think it's getting older like i feel like i had my fun like i did go out a lot i went on all the party holidays like i'm just chilling now yeah you find a quieter form of excitement yeah so what does your like ideal evening consist of Mm, finishing work having a dinner maybe visiting family coming home having a shower you're so safe and family oriented (laughs) read a book go sleep you're a virgo did we talk about factor Virgo? No, I think that's one of the questions. No, yeah, but I, oh yeah, the next one. Oh, we only fucking. Did I not ask you your star sign? No. Okay, so what's I'm your star sign? Virgo sun. So Capricorn moon yeah. and a Sagittarius rising. What does that mean for people listening? So your Virgo sun is like what is your star sign like? What is how do you, would you describe your sun? Your sun is just who you are. Yeah. Your what's your title? Kind image of. of yourself. Yeah. And then your Capricorn moon is kind of like how you deal with your emotions and all, isn't it? Yeah. You're when you're behind closed doors, when you're comfortable, 
yeah and then the rising sign is like what you like portray yourself as like what people would think you'd be if they first met you yeah so i'm a sagittarius yeah your sagittarius rising i love because i'm a leo rising so like together we're a very good tag team we're very fiery like I, I'd say the two of us as a tag team would first meet us, you're like, oh my god, yeah, like both energy, energy, yeah, <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. who we really are, we're like <laughs> sitting and reading together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your occupation? I currently work as as I work in a travel agency, but I don't sell holidays. I yeah. do other things. So you're more like admin based. Well, not admin. I used to do admin. See, I work in a shop so long, I've had like five roles in it. No way. <laughs> she loves a promotion. That's the yeah. Capricorn Moon. Capricorn Moon. Yeah. yeah, very business oriented, climbed ladder. Like I've worked in um, this shop since I was 18. I've yeah. had three jobs, but this is like my real job. And like you work from home? Yes, I started working from home since COVID times. I didn't know that got approved. That got approved? Mm, slay. Well, they never it's got back to me. Okay, well, you like that, don't you? Yeah, I like working from home. You save more money. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm like more calm now. More chilling. Because I'm Maybe. just used to my own company. Yeah, like obviously for a long time you suffered with anxiety and stuff. And like little things like even a train journey can set things like that up. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. I feel like that was that kind of high fast paced lifestyle wasn't very good for your nervous system. Yeah, true. You're like quiet and yeah. relaxed and calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and your least favourite thing to do in the world? Oh, I don't know. Did you know. say what your favourite thing... No, what's your favourite thing to do in the world? I think I said that. Yeah, I already no, said that. No, that was just occupation. No, we said that. Okay, sorry for my chaos, guys. Um, right, what's your least favourite thing to do? Me and Aaron were just talking about this before we started recording, and I have no idea what my least favourite thing to do is. Like, you didn't want to go for a walk in the rain tonight, and that would have been one of my favourite things. Yeah, but that's not my least favourite thing to do. Like, what would be, like... Oh, my God, idea no. of hell. Yeah. What's the worst thing you can imagine? Um, What's the opposite of sitting and relaxing and reading a book in bed? Do you know what? I, I don't really like going out to people I don't know. Like, I wouldn't like to go to a night, like, go to a party with everyone I don't know. Would you not like to go on a first date with a stranger? No, that's not. No, I mean, like, loads of people. Yeah. You just, you want to be comfortable in... Yeah, but I think that's my Virgo son. Yeah, and hashtag That's anxiety. my idea of hell. <laughs> yeah, totally fair. <laughs> right, where are you at right now in your life? Like, where are you at spiritually? Spiritually awakened? Yeah. Very... <laughs> I don't know, man. I've just made that up. <laughs> no, you're very good in your life right now. Yeah, no, I'm just chilling, like. Hannah has gone very, like, she's always been an introvert, but, like, partying and stuff, we've been much less inclined to be going out. I was always an introvert, but I actually always enjoyed going out, but I yeah. don't really anymore. I think it's big. I just don't find it fun anymore. Yeah. But I think that's just as I said, getting older. Yeah, fair. Um, where do you feel most safe? Um, probably when I'm in my house or when I'm around family. When you're with your mom. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Um, pan pizza. Pasta? Pizza, pasta. Italian. Italiano. Um, uh, what's your favorite drink? <laughs> she loves milk for fuck's sake. Actually, no water. <laughs> Okay. Excuse you. Is that your favourite drink, water? Yeah, well, that's what I mostly drink. And what about if you're on night out? What you're doing? Oh my god, this we actually, me, Dara, Jasmine, Samia had like a quiz of like how how well do you know your friend? Yeah. And that was one of my questions. It was like, what's your favourite drink on night out? But I have two. Right, go. So if I'm pre drinking, yeah. it's vodka and boost. 
But if I'm out, it would be vodka. But my favorite drink, which is expensive, would be like Captain Morgan and Club Orange. But like, you're talking ten or a You're pot. still drinking the same things that we drank when we were fifteen, and I'm here for that. <laughs> like your liver has literally maintained itself through the years. I was a pink gin queen there for a while, but then it just made me vomit. Some people that I work with drink Copperberg with pink gin. Ew. Like they actually put pink gin down the bottom. I've heard of that before. Yeah, and they make those little cans with them now. Yeah, no, it wouldn't mean Here, unpopular opinion that pre-made cans of stuff like literally burn the insides off you. I actually like it. I like the um, cola and vodka one. I drank too much at that festival and then... Remember just... that time you drank loads of those pink gin cans? I got sick at Westlake concert. <laughs> no, remember at Paula's? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you drank okay. like 10. We won't go into that. So, something you'd love to be better at? Oh, good question. Something yeah. I'd love to be better at? Yeah. God, I don't thinking know. of answers to this quiz. <laughs> yeah, but something I could be better at. You're putting me on the spot. Guitar? Like you're like Jimmy Fallon or guitar. Oh uh, yeah, I bought a guitar two years ago. Never picked it up. That's okay. We allow go. compassion for There's ourselves. There's my answer. Thanks. Okay, very good. And a fun fact about yourself. Um, I'm good at a pogo stick. Okay, very good. <laughs> right, you can ask me Mine now. Mine were so stupid, like. Girl, you were slaying the whole game. Um, right. What's your name? Erin Grant. How old are I you? I love my name. I am 24 years old. What's your star sign? I'm a Pisces sun, a Leo rising. I always thought it was a Gemini rising, but recently found out I'm a Leo rising and it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Because I'm literally the biggest attention seeker <laughs> that ever lived. Like the world must revolve around me. I'm very like... Um, brazen and confident and brave on first meeting people but who I am is actually a crowd what did baby. you think you were again Gemini Gemini rising. that never made sense no it didn't No. even when you said the class kind of clowns, like, yeah. you were Gemini uh, Cancer Moon Venus Aquarius Aries Mars so oh, yeah I don't a very know that conflicting stuff. chart what's your moon uh, Cancer Moon so are you real emotional could be a bit Isn't emotionally manipulative could be a negative sign of that very emotionally intelligent but cancer is naturally supposed to sit the moon is always in cancer so okay um, it's in the natural position so that's good we love that for me okay so where do you live i live in the city but i'm from balbriggan yes she's a city girl yeah city girl make you rich like ray j <laughs> what's your occupation i work in the whiskey business she's slaying the whiskey i business. love whiskey what's your favorite thing to do in the world yeah, or whatever. I love water so much, lads. Like, I can't even deal. Like, even this evening, me and Hannah were chilling in the room. I was like, I was just staring out the window at the rain. I was like, can I please? And she's like, no. That's like, actually please. a good answer. Like, how did I not answer that? Like, I love yeah. swimming, but not on a Tuesday night when it's lashing rain. Even la- like tonight, I was like, I really want to go for a swim when it's raining. There's something. I love feeling alive. So I love anything that pushes me completely out of okay, comfort zone yeah. to be alive. So sea swimming, mm. the rain, a cold shower. Bringing out your childish. Yes. Yeah. What's your least favorite thing to do? I was mentioned this beforehand here. Like I literally hate being around like scaldy people at like after sessions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's my idea thing. of absolute hell. Yeah. Well, hers are kind of similar. Yeah. I don't like being around people neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, we never asked this question for me. Your family what? tree. Oh yeah, Tell go us on. about your family. No, you go first. Okay, my Jesus Christ. Um, Aaron has. I'm Aaron Grant, students. and my mom is Bren, and my mom is Joan, and your mom is Bren. 
oh <laughs> did i say that okay role reversal my dad's bren and my ma's joan and them two had two kids so right. that's me and my sister okay. ashling yeah. so my sister asho she's my little baby sister she's 21 and she's um expecting a baby Ooh, so that's congrats like to asho. yeah a real big deal in my life right now real emotional for me real healing for me she's my only full sibling so you're gonna be an auntie yeah, and the first time I'll ever be an auntie, and I'm just really taking it seriously, like, yeah. um, yeah, so I'll cry, and then on my dad's side, I have my brother Dylan, and my brother Dara, and then on my mad side, I have my brother Stewie, and then my brother Gary, who passed away, so that's my family tree, and yeah, how about you? People think it's really complicated, but it's actually not. No, everyone in who lives in Balbriggan is literally, like, rolls their eyes at my family tree, but... Yeah, but it's not even complicated, yeah. so mine are... I am one of four, so I have a brother David and a sister Amanda and a sister Megan, and it's just my man and dad. Yeah, and they're married. Yeah, they're still married. My man and dad are given separated. <laughs> mm. And I have three nieces and one nephew. Yeah, you're, and, you've loads, and you've godchildren. Yeah, Kai is my godchild, that's my nephew. I've never had a godchild. And my sister got engaged on the weekend. Yes, it's given slay for Megan. Congrats to Megan and Colty. Two weeks ago we sat in her house telling her that she was going to get engaged soon. Yeah, and it's funny because when we were talking about it, Colty was probably like, shut up, I have it in my yeah. pocket. Oh my god, gas. <laughs> right, what's my next question? Okay, family tree. Uh, where, you're at, where you're at in life right now? I'm actually at a really amazing position in myself right now. I go to the gym a lot. I've been drinking smoothies a lot. I'm on this whole like um journey of healing my gut. And I've seen like, that on TikTok a lot. Yeah, like yeah. so basically I take probiotics, like you all know I'm a big fan of kombucha and blueberries, raspberries, just like implementing a lot more fruit, so it's making a big difference for my skin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um cutting out like toxic relationships in my life. Makes a difference. Yeah, probably the biggest <laughs> difference ever. So uh, to be honest, I'm just spending a lot of time alone. I've started going to like, like go to the movies alone a good bit, go out for dinner alone a good bit. That's a good independent thing to do is go to cinema by yourself. Yeah, I went to see that movie the other night, A Moonage Daydream about um, fucking David Bowie. It was really good. And then I went to see Rosha and Frank. And that was an Irish. I'm really loving like cultural things. Like I want to go to play is more. I'm going to a play next week. About James Joyce's women or something. I don't even know any context behind it. But just, yeah, put myself into... Yeah, so That's like, where I'm at. They're I'm all, like, solo. your favourite things to do as well. Riding solo right now. Yeah, so... Where are you feeling the most safe? Around you. Oh, thanks. Like, tonight... I, I feel like when I come back to Bob Brigham, Like, I haven't been here in, like, three weeks. So when I come back, I like to spend a bit of one-on-one time with you. And I got, like, our favourite Chinese... Because I don't come back here often, when I do, it's like I'm checking in with young me or something. Yeah, you want to do all, like, the basics, like yeah. you always did, yeah. Well, used to be home. Yeah. Favourite food on that note? Uh, Favourite food? Roast vegetables. <laughs> roast carrots. Yeah, roast carrots. A little bit of olive oil, was, garlic. Remember when I was sick and you sent me over roast carrots and David's house? Yeah, I'm a really good cook. <laughs> Favourite drink? Favourite drink to drink is water and kombucha. And what about alcohol? Obviously, like obviously whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. <laughs> uh, single pot stills. Um, also, like a really, really well respected and well made cocktail. So in like a proper bar. Um, Something you'd love to be better at. Communicating. <laughs> Communicating. 
In what uh, way? No, probably. What would I like to be better? I feel like you're good at communicating. I feel like you just say how it is. You don't keep your emotions. No, communicating with myself, maybe like um, not being an emotional avoidant, but I'm oh, okay, doing really okay, well okay. at that. What would I like to be better at? I'd like to be better at painting. So I love to paint, but it's inner child. I'm not like a skillful painter. Yeah, you so, just enjoy doing it. Yeah, like if I had my own place, I'd be getting, I want to get an easel for Christmas. Is that how you say that? An easel? What's that? You know them things you put your canvases on? Oh, yeah. Like the notebook when I'm yeah, out on the yeah, porch yeah, and I'm yeah, painting yeah. and I'm naked. I was going to say that thing. I have a sexy husband inside. Like, that's what's given. So when I have my own house, I would love to be painting more and be nice. good at it. And to end it, a fun fact about you. I can belly dance. Oh, yeah. That's like your party trick. Yeah. And? Fun fact about me is I always make things into triangles. Oh, my God, guys, I love that about Hannah. Even, like, a little crisp package, she'll fold up into a little triangle. Oh, so yeah. cute. That's how you know I'm somewhere. And I remember I was on the train one time, and there was a lad in front of me, and he was making the triangle. I was yeah. like, I have never seen anyone else make that other than, like, me and my family. Aww, like, oh, I wonder where he learned that. It's yeah, really cute. Okay, we're over with the get to know. That was really nice and refreshing. I feel like we're after kind of tuning in, and now we're ready for some deeper chats. Yes. Okay, moving on. So our catch ups here. The big two things that have happened for us is you went to New York. Yep. You came home with a rash head to toe. Oh was, my god. How was New York? <laughs> Other than that, it was so good. It was brilliant because I've never seen in the summertime. Yeah. I know it was September, but that's still summer over there for them, like 30 degrees vibes. I've only ever went Christmas time or March, which is like minus five. But uh, yeah, it was brilliant. Done things that I didn't do the other two times. Yeah. It was Jasmine's first time, so I did do a few things. But uh, seen, when to see the Statue of Liberty, I didn't do that, which is strange. I've been three times. You've never I, been to that No, before? I have there. Like, I had that time, but not the other two times. Because you have to get on a boat and all, and... David didn't want to go on a boat. My ma wouldn't get on a boat, so yeah. I don't know what Jasmine was. Was that nice then? Yeah, it was so good. That um, should be on top Did you have a look at like charity shops over there, clothes shopping or anything? I don't or? go shopping. Yeah. Like, I don't go for shopping at no, all. I just go sightseeing and yeah. vibe. It's very uh, fast paced holiday. Like, you nearly need a holiday when you come home from it. But yeah, then we went to Central Park and we got bit to head to toe. Yeah. It looked really nice. 55 bites. I think your one of your past lives live, was lived in New York. You feel like a little bit at home there. Yeah, I've seen a TikTok. Everything is, I've seen a TikTok, isn't it? Yeah. But I've seen a TikTok <laughs> and it's like, you feel connections in some places, but maybe you lived there before. Yeah. So I feel like that's what I was like. What about you? What have you done since the last Pottywad? Uh, Pottywad, I will like that, girl. <laughs> I went to my first festival, guys. Oh yeah, electric picnic. And, oh my God, I would never go to one of them ever again. No? Like, well, it depends. Like I know you can romanticize and be like, yeah, it was amazing. Look, I can't. People are fucking mad in the head if they say they enjoy enjoy that stuff. The the people who enjoy it the most are the people who are high for the entire time. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like after face for the whole weekend. I think it depends who you go with. Like, if I was to when I was there the first day, like there's lots of families there and children, and I was like, oh, I'd love to like have like a festival family like when I'm older yeah it used to be based around that yeah like just families gone but I think like a lot of there was a lot of casual drug use and stuff and obviously like that's one thing that I'm just not comfortable with yeah a bit scaldy like yeah and like I literally said a minute ago like that's my worst nightmare so for like three days just wasn't was just around a lot of that um it's not really my style it's not my scene I like a little bit more of a I don't know like classier I'm sure you would have enjoyed it if you'd done it in a different way maybe like yeah if you stayed in a teepee tent yeah and you're kind of relatively like new friends like knowing that I was friends a long term so yeah yeah um other than that 
but was the music was absolutely yeah. phenomenal like Arctic Monkeys live man I never heard anything like it like because it was it was the third night it was lush and rain everyone was just ready to leave everyone was scaldy yeah you don't care I don't think it was on pitch the black night, do you? and then you just hear like the bass yeah what like, about um, Tame Impala absolutely horrible crowd <laughs> like oh my horrible god crowd. it was very much for like people on psychedelics like there was like trance it was like trance uh, people on almost yeah and then like all these lights coming out from the stage and stuff it was a little bit I thought their music was kind of chill no it was very dark like do you know the way I'd read like energy yeah like when I was there I was like oh my god Katie like it's literally horrible horrible em- energy here from the crowd black. yeah literally just like everybody was absolutely spaced out yeah. And then, like, some people were so out of it, it was, like, cause for concern. Because it was raining as well. So, like, there was this guy around, like, my camping area who was just, like, walking around with no t-shirt for, like, two days and ha- had nowhere to go. And was, like... See, okay, that's my idea of hell. Yeah. Just being around that, I'd want to run like, home. Like, people walking by your tent, like, people pissing on tents oh. and all. And, like, the first night I got there, I left my Doc Martens outside and they got, oh, raining. No. I had to wear Crocs, okay? I need my comfort, <laughs> like, no thanks. For two days and then, like, um, I had muck up to my knees. I had to throw, like, two pairs of pants out and everything, like, and I hate a single-use moment. And the tent had to be left behind. I am so embarrassed even saying that. Don't oh my God, you're a disgrace. I know, it was ruined. Like, absolutely drenched. Got yeah. no sleep the whole weekend. And, like, I'm such a... My body's a temple. And I just wanted to, like... Have to be kitted out going to that. Yeah. I think I was the only per, only one of the girls who went to, like, went for a shower. Like, I just needed a shower. Yeah. Portly was absolutely vile. So I actually can't... I don't know how people just do that over and over my and over and over again. Look, <laughs> I think if you went and you were with, like... You know, maybe glamping or like yeah, you know, dry weather. Yeah. It would be really nice if we'd done it during the summer. Yeah, Electric Picnic changed a month, please. Like, why is it in September? Yeah. It's always raining. Yeah. And the kids go back to school. Rain, rain, rain. Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, yeah. She looks so fun. Uh, the Cooks. Yeah. Slay. Um, Willow Smith. Yeah. Wait a minute. What about picture this? Um, I didn't go see them. I don't think. <laughs> no. I don't think I did. Who did I go see? Dermot Kennedy. He was really, really nice. Actually, I seen Dermot Kennedy last year and I wouldn't go again. I thought he was born. I didn't like, know. Yeah, but like it's only him sings Little Indy. Yeah, he's nice, but like it's nice to go see him. But people like, I wouldn't go see him again. Like it's good yeah. to take him off the list, but it wasn't like good atmosphere. Yeah. I fair. think that's what makes a concert. I saw a little bit of Fontaine's. Um, don't really know much of their music, but they were good live. And... That rounds us up to, I suppose, the next thing that we were going to touch on was, like, drug culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, as two women who do not partake in drugs, especially now that I live in the city and it's much more, like, around me and in Easy my face. Access. Yeah. Like, when we were here in Bobbergan, like, even people we know that do it know that we don't. So, so they would not... do it not on your face. Exactly. But, like, now They'd that I'm, They'd be so like, polite okay. and go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm, like, face-to-face with it all the time... It just makes me more and more, like, ick-inclined. Like, it genuinely gives me the ick. Yeah, so um, that'd be probably your biggest ick in a man. Absolutely biggest ick yeah, in the world. Yeah, I agree. I just think, like, I obviously don't blame people. Like, you know, you get sucked into a peer pressure and then you start to enjoy it. Like, some people actually love it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, I don't know, low self-control maybe or... Yeah, like, people should like are just doing it on the daily now. Like, some people, yeah, I understand... If you're at a festival and you want to do it or whatever, but some people just do it every bloody weekend. Yeah. 
yeah yeah girl i wonder um, where that culture even came it's from it's really like, hard to recover from as well and a big cause of like mental health issues are from drugs yeah and how you feel after them like low self-esteem on a sunday night after like two days hard of drinking just drugs. rips from all the good chemicals in, in your, your brain yeah. yeah and then you have to rebuild it up you spend a week re- re- rebuilding up again drink is bad enough like i, I know. used to get serious session depression girl like on say like the friday of the electric picnic or on the saturday i drank so much just because i was just like not having a good time and then the next day like my stomach was so sicky i couldn't even eat it really I hate is that, yeah. A like, depressant. You need to And really then you need sure. to drink more then. Yeah, you need to stay hashtag hydrated. Um in terms of like not doing drugs, what's your take on that? Like why I don't do drugs. Um yeah, and then like your willpower behind it, like Yeah, I think my mom always drilled it into my head. Yeah. To, from a young age my my mom always would say, Never leave your drink down, never leave your drink down and she'd kinda of put the fear in me. Yeah. So my thing is i would never do a drug because i would think i would die yeah like you always hear these horror stories god forbid like i know people whatever have a good trip and all but i feel like if i ever done a drug i'd probably die yeah, yeah so yours so. is fear based yeah i'm just like i have good willpower in like if everyone's doing it around me i don't have the need to like oh i feel like I sh- i'm being peer pressured into it yeah i just have if I'm being honest, I have a good head on my shoulders and I can just say, I'm, no, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't care if you think I'm boring, but You've no thanks. You've got the, like, the identity. Yeah. The kind of self-respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're, if you've no kind of, like, self-concept and you don't really know who you are, you don't feel like you have a say, I you think, just kind of mould to I it. I feel like my life is too valuable to do shit like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't want to die, babes. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I like the way you put that. Yeah. Uh, mine's definitely trauma-based um we won't go too much into it but definitely like saw too much of that yeah when too young so i think when i see it it literally brings up like an inner child it issue. triggers it triggers me like it yeah. honestly makes me feel like i'm at in the most unsafe environment mm-hmm. um which is crazy like because some people it's just so casual for and so normal but they had like no kind of negative yeah so that's good for them like, yeah it is but it no it's good for us it's probably good for us that we had a negative like yeah. idea of it pre-18 and now we don't do it as adults like because yeah. you know it just it can affect like your career aspects if it affects your mental health it's yeah, just like i just think it's a completely like yeah. negative thing it just is so big when if you're young listening to this and you haven't gone to nightclubs around probably because of covid but when you start going to like nightclubs that's when you really see it yeah like wasn't but, really that i don't remember any but that's like chemically based stuff when you talk about like psychedelics and mushrooms and all that i'm a little bit more like open-minded to that stuff when you see it in like um indigenous culture and yeah, stuff like people do that to like what is it? It's like not a form of therapy. But the Gashwagandha. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just seen this girl and she does that. To awaken your yeah, third eye. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, I don't know, natural substances uh, have been used in like um, Indian culture for really long. There, I, I know there's like a documentary on it on Netflix. I didn't, I don't know what the name is, but um, yeah, with that kind of stuff, I'd be more open-minded. But when it comes to like chemically induced or chemically made stuff like cocaine, I'm just like, no. Yeah, and whoever's listening, and if you're young and there's people around you doing drugs, just don't feel peer pressured into doing them. Yeah, because our audience is young, cause like you can see it on our app. So yeah, gals, guys, have a head on your shoulders, have a mind of your own, and don't follow the crowd. Do you? 
Yeah, and it's so much money as well. Like, people are out here wasting all their money on a bag of cocaine. Like, you're wasting 100 euro on a bag of cocaine. Never mind a bag of cocaine, a bag of weed as well. Yeah. Like, people think that that's so normalised. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. In my eyes, I'm just like, no, that's not normal. (laughs) The weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, again, with weed, I probably wouldn't be as much, but, like, it just can, it sucks the energy out of people. That's what I mean. Like, it's not such a bad thing as cocaine and, like, class A drugs, but it still burns loads of brain cells, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my take on it. Hot take. Okay. So, I suppose that's everything. Have you anything else to add to that? About drugs? Yeah. Um, No, not really. I think that's really it. Yeah, I just think, like, and if you want to get away from them... You probably have to get away from sometimes toxic like friendships or relationships that encourage it a lot. Some people can't like step away from it because every single person around them does it. Yeah. Which is really hard as and well. And they can't say no. No. But um. It's nice to have a friend or someone who doesn't. Yeah, but I also don't judge people that do it. Cause no, I know it's a hard not. cycle to get out of. But yeah. Yeah. Like a lot, That's I've seen a lot choice. of people I love go through it, and yeah. That's. Yeah, you just have to kind of accept them without judgment. Like, it's up to them. Mm -hmm. Right. Manifestation, my darling. So, obviously, um, the reason why we said that we do this is because I'm leaving for a while, girl. Oh, yes. And Erin manifested her Uh, leaving situation. I'm leaving. I'm going to the Philippines now in a couple of weeks for maybe, like, five five weeks. I wish we had those sound effects. Like, yay! Yay! Clap for me! (laughs) Um, And next week... I'm going to Edinburgh for two days as well for some whiskey stuff. Um, Tell us about the Philippines. So basically I'm going with work and I'm going to be doing just like training people in on how I do my job and all that. But definitely manifested it because I tried, remember, twice to apply Mm -hmm. for two other ones. Didn't get it because my energy was just not in the right place. Like it wasn't the right time for me. Yeah. And I think we talked in the last uh, episode about how like rejection is redirection. So those two rejections were supposed to be and now rejection look at shit, like because it now I'm going over to Manila, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be absolutely unbelievable. I'm gonna hopefully take a week off at the end and then go see some like volcanoes and Very good. some picturesque views. And how do you think you got this? I know you manifested it, but um, you also have to give yourself some credit. It's not just yeah. all in the brain. Yeah, like hard work. Yeah. I pride myself on being like a really reliable person and like I worked a lot on my work ethic and I just think that knowledge is power so like in my role like the minute I walked in the door in there I was like I really want to know everything yeah so like just rooted it inside out I think it was hard for me to be the beginner at something and it was hard to like not you know get roles that I wanted and get positions and stuff but I just just kept learning. I didn't take it as like a oh poor me. I didn't get that. I've like yeah, I'm just gonna equip myself with more for the next time. Fall down and stand up or something. Is that like uh, something like stand up eight or something? Like you got knocked so many times, but that didn't make you give up. You just kept on going and stand up eight. What was it? Fall down seven times, stand up eight. Yeah. Will I read this out? Yeah, go on. There's like a little piece on YouTube. Oh no, it's not. It's too far away. But yeah, that's the quote. The proverb has. is Nana Karobi Yaoki. Some Asian thing. <laughs> um the proverb, yeah, it means choosing to never give up hope and always strive for more. Um yeah, like, it means that your focus isn't on the reality in front of you, but the greater vision that may not be reality yet. Yeah, so like 
yeah like I always saw these things for myself and even when I didn't get them the first time so like the first time I applied for a role didn't get it did not take it to heart like it's it says a lot about you how you take an L Mm -hmm. whether it's like in work relationships like just learn to lose humbly and like be a good loser and a good winner yeah the attitude of people who don't get things in life like a child's throwing things out of the pram yeah. is like a big turn off for me like hopefully in my future I'm in like managerial roles or like leadership roles like where I obviously see myself going so if it came to me employing people like when you see people react that way it's just it, it was, doesn't want to it's not a good attitude yeah it doesn't want so, make you want to give them more the right person will always get the role that they're destined for and if it's not you it's not personal you just have to keep being good at your job I'm working towards something great. So, like, with this one, I was very calm and collected. I think the other two times, I just really wanted it. And if you really, really want something, you're putting in the kind of wrong energy. Yeah, you didn't necessarily need them. No, like this more time more, I was like, right, I deserve it. I'm equipped for the role. Yeah. And I just brought a completely different energy. I was much more relaxed about it. And I have much more experience. I didn't have to sell myself as much. Like, if you're going for something and you have to, like write down loads of things of like oh I'm this I'm that and the other and you don't actually believe half of them and they're not true and you're just trying to pick experience out of your heart yeah you're just trying to talk yeah like if you once you sit down somewhere and you actually have the experience and you believe in what you're saying like it's completely different but that's because I've been in that job for over a year now yeah you weren't faking it and they could tell straight away that you were well able I've put a lot a lot of hard work in to get where I am now and like I don't plan on stopping I want to become miss whiskey connoisseur and learn more and more and more and go on to some bigger and better roles in the future so yeah slay so when you're in the philippines we'll have to do a podcast on your home i know that's yeah. us all about i'm it. gonna miss you I know. but I, we don't even see you that i often know anyways, but like but i know you'll be in a different i think spiritually confident. it's the right time for me to be like i said earlier like i'm doing so much stuff alone lately like i'm just really craving being alone mm-hmm. i feel like i went through another like spiritual awakening or what do they call it a something day what do they call it? Ego de. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Did you ever hear that? Yeah. Let me I hear. think your your dad have talk, has talked about this. Ego de. Yeah. Let me Google it. What is your ego? So ego de is a complete loss of subjective self-identity. The term is used in various intertwined contexts with related meanings. Jungian psychology uses the synonymous term psychic debt, referring to a fundamental transformation of the psyche. So just a complete transcendence. Um, the return to routine blah, 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 blah. yeah so I just feel like I've completely since um, the last time we spoke I've rerouted absolutely everything in my brain yeah. and I've went back to the me who I was last year before like I went through that big change of like losing a lot of things mm-hmm. and starting a new role remember I was like oh I'm life coaching and I'm eating blueberries every day and namaste <laughs> I really really went back to that yeah I've went back to my root my origin and that this is when I'm functioning my best when I spend a lot of time alone reading upskilling self-developing and I'm after getting that role during this phase of me looking after myself so good things happen when you're good to yourself yes um Preach. why where were we talking what were we talking about there ego day um and manifestation so that's how oh, i manifested yeah. the role just believing in myself i suppose self-belief yeah we didn't get into manifestation without like cockiness what is. what is manifestation to you so in a simpler text i would say 
manifestation is visualizing things like wishes or things you want to be in your head and making them become a reality with your thoughts so like for example your thoughts become things yeah so as you said like you could see yourself doing this new role and now you got it yeah so you talked into existence yeah 100 percent. so that's like manifestation can manifest anything yeah like i literally wrote out like a list of things i was going to do when i got there even though i hadn't even the interview yet and I like planned out loads of things. But it exists if yeah. it's in your mind. Like yeah. it exists somewhere. If it's in your brain, it exists somewhere in the universe, you know? Yeah, That's and you have I to, like you, sometimes you can envision people's reactions and everything when you get it. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And you have to feel the emotion. Yeah. So just say, if you've done something really well, you were probably thinking, oh, I can't wait to tell this person because they're going to react yeah. this. And then you actually like feel Like my dad it. is going to be so proud of me. Yeah, and that hires your vibration. Yeah. And that attracts things to you. Like, I was sitting there with my dad today having a cup of coffee and he was just like, oh, like, I'm so proud of you and, but, like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And I was like, good. Like, don't be. That's yeah. good manifestation energy for me because nobody's ever shocked if I get a success. Yeah. And sometimes you can have, like, a block of manifesting, I think, because, like, you can say all these things out loud, but if you don't believe they're true, they're not going to happen. Like, I can 100%. say, oh, I'm going to have this car. I'm going to have this car. But you have a doubt in your car. brain. Yeah, in my head. I'm like, I can't afford that car. Then you're not going to get No, 100% you know? not. That's what happened to me. Yeah. The rest of this year. Even like with like relationshipy things or whatever. No, my energy was not there. It was not manifesting properly. I had self-doubt. But out loud you say like, I'm ready for yeah. this. But no, not really. Like yeah. you're doubting yourself. There is a blockage there. Mm -hmm. So like the actual definition is manifestation refers to various uh, pseudoscientific self-help strategies that can purport purportedly make an individual's wishes come true by mentally visualizing them. Yeah. Uh, it's all about the law of attraction and new thought spirituality. Yeah, that's basically what I said. Yes. So you've manifested your car. Uh, what have we recently manifested? Like definitely manifested my job and what I'm currently doing. Like I was reading an old journal that I used to manifest it and I just kept on writing like I will travel with work. I will travel with work. It's nice to look back on them and yeah. say, ah, I done that. Take and off them goals. Traveling with work to Scotland next week and then traveling with work uh, to Philippines next month. Like that's unbelievable stuff. No, that's unreal. Well done. Thank you very much. Proud um, of you. And then we what have else? don't we weren't we want we want to talk about um Don't chase attract. Yeah, or like I think there's other one. I don't know if you're all down law of assumption. No, talk you about You just that. like assume it's gonna happen and you let it go and it just happens. It's kinda of the same, but you don't yeah. put so much thought into it. You just like I oh, that's gonna happen. Like I'm chilling, it's already happened. I think I'd be like, I I'm good at that. Yeah, maybe that's what you've done. You so you, you can do it. You can even do it if like you desire someone. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. like they are mad about me. Yeah, it doesn't have to be such big goals if you're manifesting something. Yeah. It can be anything. Something simple. Yeah, I'm going to manifest a good day tomorrow. And what's the worst if it doesn't happen? Like Exactly, who knows? It's only you and your brain talking. Um. Yeah, the don't chase the track thing, especially with like, like women chasing men. Yeah. I it's feel like a dead end. That's what comes to mind when I hear that saying. Don't chase the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know that book? Um, what's it on TikTok? Everyone's always talking about it. The bitches one. Oh, men love bitches. Why men love bitches? So it's really funny, but a lot of it is actually kind of toxic. true. <laughs> toxic, but true because like, a lot of my girlos and myself, like in the past, you, if you have any kind of like attachment issues from growing up. You end up fancying people who don't show you a screen of attention. And yeah. then you end up like 
second guessing yourself your body image your appearance who you are as a person like why don't they like me all that kind of energy coming in from low self-esteem and how you feel about yourself really when you start healing like you're attracted to people attracted to you yeah so you were like, kind of chasing them yeah 100 percent. um like any other girl i was going through at the moment i'm just like you have to completely detach from the people you're not showing them the real you you're showing them what they want to see as mm-hmm. well so like if you're bringing up certain topics in a conversation that you think is relevant to them or you're just trying to get them to like you like you're not being real yeah you're just pleasing them yeah you're not being accepting yourself therefore like you're not actually like they're not going to fall in love with the real version yeah of you. you just think their love will validate you yeah so to actually like ever meet the right person for you you have to detach completely from their vision of you and focus more on do you even like them <laughs> you know yeah that is a good question like do you even like them or do you just need them to like you to feel okay <laughs> I'm laughing like, because it's so true. Women, like, why do we need men to literally give us that, like, green tick and then all, all is good in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't fucking need it. No. It's so goodbye, Felicia's. Yeah. We were actually comparing, like, Courtney Kardashian and Chloe Kardashian. Yes. Like, well, like, with Courtney and Travis that she's with at the moment, like, she went through loads of healing and keeping up with her Kardashians. By the end of it and all, she was an emotional wreck, opened up to her chakra, went through spiritual awakening and ended it with Scott and like Scott obviously was cheating on her like obviously abusing drugs and stuff and when she closed that off and fully detached from him mm-hmm. then she opened herself up to a divine masculine and now the two of them are literally like all yeah. over each other all the time healthy communicating Yeah. versus like obviously Chloe is still suffering with her self concepts and stuff and like still going back to your man what's his name? Tristan even though he keeps on cheating on her like yeah so once you completely like shut them off and get over them or close them off you're ready for the next mm-hmm. when you actually love yourself don't chase attract yeah we don't chase we attract so yeah the law of attachment detachment that brings on to so just detaching from the outcome of something like would you have any experience with that mm, i'm not sure say it again so i'll read out the law of detachment says that we must detach ourselves from the result or outcome in order to allow what we desire to materialise in the physical universe. When we have done our part, we must learn to let go of the outcome for things to materialise. And once we do let go, it's when things materialise. So the main thing for the law of attachment, that's what I try to like encourage my girls to do when they're mad about someone who doesn't like them. No, I'm sure I have do- done it. Yeah. I just can't think now on top of my head. Yeah. So like when you're fancying someone who doesn't fancy you back, like you just need to completely detach from them liking yeah. you back. It's okay to have a crush on someone and for them not to like you back. If but you're instead detached, of being strung up on it all the time. If you're like, I must get the end result of, of their validation, then you're just like beating a dead horse. Mm-hmm. Um, the law of detachment as well, like career, obviously too. Um, what else? What we're saying, don't chase attract. Think of yourself as a magnet. Yeah. You know, like, like attracts like. If you're thinking, like, happy like thoughts in your head, it'll attract the good things to you. Yeah. You get me? Um. Okay, before we finish up, I had something I wanted to read here from TikTok. Oh, go on. Because when I was looking through my manifestation book and I read a thing that I wrote before, I think I read it on here, about my future manifestation of, like, you being married. Okay. Remember? Um, so if we're talking about like insecurity in our girls, I just want to read this to them. Okay. So one day you're going to kiss the love of your life goodnight after a day of mundane activities like grocery shopping and napping. 
but you're going to feel soft on a piece inside because you get to do those things with your best friend. You'll realize the version of you that said you would never love again is gone because you now look forward to the days you get to be here loving someone fully and receiving the love you always deserved. So that's I just feel like everybody will get that eventually once they love themselves. Yeah, and before we end the podcast, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to end it on a nice note, yeah. are you happy? Yeah, very. Yeah, are and you? what makes you happy? Oh my god! Um, you put me on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the what spot. What makes me happy? Where you are now. I feel so happy in me. Yeah, where you are now, like right now in my own skin with who I am. I'm happier alone than I am around anyone else in the whole wide world. I love being alone because I'm the most reliable person on the planet. I'm like the kindest person on the planet. I. I have such a capability of love. I'm funny. I make myself laugh when I'm alone. Fair play. You've came a long way. Yeah. Like, I used to literally need someone constantly. Like, even my sister was laughing at me today. She was like, how are you the most... You used to be the most neediest person and now you're the most, like, independent person. Like, you literally don't need anyone. I was like, yeah, that's my growth journey. So, yeah, I feel really, really happy because for the first time in my life, I'm free of fab needing. How about you? Are you happy? Yeah, I'm really happy. Why are you happy? I think I'm happy because I found happiness in the simple things. Yeah. I think happiness was always sold to us in a way like, oh, you're only happy if you're in a pub with your friends or you're only happy if... You're doing something fun. Yeah, that brings happiness. But I think happiness is really like doing the simple things and being okay where you are in life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just living peaceful and I'm just relaxed. Happiness and I'm happy where I am. Yeah. I don't feel pressured into anything of the future. Yeah. Like, you you know, when you ha- feel um pressured for certain achievements and stuff, they don't feel like achievements when you get them because you pressured yourself in the first place. Like, yeah. That's why, no, no pressure. No. You just be happy here and now and everything else is just a bonus. Yeah. Happiness is a choice. I think we finally have, have clocked. Yeah. We have a clocked. Okay, what time is it? It's literally 10 p.m. at night. Um, we're probably a little bit more like mellowed out than usual because it's night time. We're sitting here in a nightgown and an hoodie in the car. But that was a nice podcast, guys. Enjoyed yeah, that. Nice um, late night chats. I don't think we're going to see you for a little while. So I'm obviously away on another, my second or third spiritual reawakening of the year. Wish Erin the best of luck on her travels. Yeah, and we will have, probably I'll have a nephew next time we talk on here. Oh my God. That's mad. Oh my God, I gotta get sick. <laughs> her baby shower is next weekend. So that will be a big thing. Um, Yeah, God only knows what will happen now in our lives over the next few weeks. So we'll probably be back, which is in December for a Christmas episode. Nice. But yeah, so, have you anything else to end with? No, I think that ended on a nice note. Why did I put my seatbelt on to sit here in the car? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you all. Right, bye. Namaste. Bye.